0: Well, oh, welcome man. back, everybody, to another Vitality Code mm-hmm. podcast. I'm mm-hmm. one of your illustriously – no, <clears throat> I am a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm trying to be a well-bearded co- co-host, and I am yeah. with my currently shorn, freshly Jedi, shorn – Jedi, Jedi yeah, in training there. I'm a Padawan. I'm a Padawan. <laughs> You're my Jedi. <laughs> You're my beard Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. With my other co-host, Dr. Jeff <coughs> Jeff, did you mm-hmm. donate to Locks of Love?
1: Well, no, I did not. But uh, is there I a had, story there? There is a story. I have a black. Are eye. you trying
0: to, Are you trying to look more like Huberman? Look at this. He's got. Look at. He's he's up in his game. He's getting more mature in his old age. Looking, he got the Huberman oh, beard going. I wish
1: that were the case. I I have a black eye. I shaved my beard. It was a it was a wild holiday week. <laughs>
0: there, was it the did he get caught in the snaggles of the?
2: <laughs> what, no, what happened the, there?
1: So uh, we went to the Great Wolf Lodge, um, oh, and which is like oh, a cruise man. ship on land. There are just thousands of people.
0: That is a that's a, that's a good oh. descri- app description.
1: And then you mix that with a buffet, and,
0: and a you, thousand
1: screaming kids. And you mix that with little kids, and um, you know what you get to take home? A black eye. You, well, you get to take home the twenty four hour stomach bug, uh, the oh, norovirus delight. Oh, So Harlow went down first, the youngest, and um, it was a wild ride. And then we were all like waiting on pins and needles, and we were fine. 24 hours later, both ends,
0: mm. vomiting and pooping.
1: So it was so violent that I ended up with a black eye in that (laughs) that. (laughs) that's how violent of being sick I was just you versus the toilet. I head butted the sink. (laughs) It was so violent at one point. There, like I it, thought there
0: was some glamorous, like good no, story. Like
1: no, I was not wrestling an alligator in the Everglades. I was so sick, and we were all like everybody. The rest of us went down. Harlow was first, and then all four of us at the same time. Oh so we're goodness. fighting for bathrooms. We're we're in the we're in a cabin. <laughs> there's only two bathrooms. There's four of us. So. Wait, a,
0: wait, 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 wait. Cabin. Great Wolf Lodge doesn't have cabins. No, no. It was, we left
1: Great Wolf Lodge, and oh. then we went on the pine. Struck. Yes, then it struck. Um and so we just it was the worst. Every What's every that? one of the girls cried. <laughs> Literal tears. <laughs> Everyone broke.
0: Like I'm imagining that scene uh from the bridesmaids. Yes. And then <laughs> <Look> away, I... <laughs> it's coming out of me like lava. <clears throat>
1: And then at one point I I broke and I was just like Daisy. <laughs>
0: please help me. <laughs>
1: She's in her own throes of it was awful. So I it's woke always,
0: up. It's always the mom that's, that has to deal with the aftermath.
1: Oh, <laughs> it was man. the most violent. We were all at the same time. I've never seen anything like it. Wow. So in my uh, in my cleaning myself up the next day, I was just like I needed fresh everything. So I shaved the beard, shaved oh, the hair. Yeah. So I just like I got to get that day off me. Literally. Yeah, who knows? I mean, who what was knows? inside the beard?
0: <laughs> well, who knows what was aerosolized and on yeah. that? Oh, it's nasty. Wow, so,
1: yeah. was but I'm alive. You, you made it. We were almost we, going to the hospital, but
0: well, yeah. I was gonna say, did you did you get the oral the, rehydration? The, the point it up?
1: got bad to was uh, we're in the middle of nowhere, so we could No one could leave the house. Every like five minutes, you're puking and vomiting. And it was, diarrhea is awful. So we, um, I got on Uber Eats, downloaded the app. And spent forty dollars to bring four sprites from <laughs>
0: from Wendy's. <laughs> I was like, Niall, I don't care how much it is, just order <laughs> it. We all need a sprite. That so that was uh, your that was your medical treatment with sprite.
1: It felt <laughs> it that felt was the right only the thing. Had, there was nothing. We we're in this small town. No, no pharmacies Gator were a, open. No, no, no CVS's were open. No, nothing was open. No. The only thing that was open was a fast food restaurant, so I said, like, "Boom, get us some sprites."
0: Wow did, uh, did they keep Did they keep those down? No, it,
1: <laughs> it made everything worse.
0: No. <laughs> Big glucose load in there, yep. osmotic. Oh uh, my gosh! Uh,
1: yeah, then um, they just threw up more. So that was my that was my holiday. But the week. kids,
0: but Har- but Harlo's like legitimately okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, we got to see firsthand like what age does to you. Like the youngest bounced back, next day, fine. Everything's fine. You know, still had like some symptoms, but no, no, she's fine. Still had some signs, no symptoms. Uh, The next middle one pretty much bounced back. Boom, hit the teenager. She struggled a little bit. Hit the adults. We were down for a week. Like just couldn't bounce back.
0: The physiologic reserve wasn't the same.
1: Nope. Yeah, the th- five-year-old woke at six now, but she just bounced back the next day. Like man,
0: t- whatever. The telomeres took a hit, man. That weekend, oh jeez. We
1: aged. Yeah. So yes, that's my story of the weekend.
0: That's bad. I had a little weird nausea thing. I thought I was going to run into something like that, but it just kind of yeah. came away. I don't know what the heck it was.
1: It was the most violently ill I've ever seen. There's stories, but I don't want to gross everybody out.
0: I mean, can you can you can you filter it? can you uh, well just get I've, the maximum there beamer? was
1: a there was a moment of most maximal shame that i've had in my life <laughs> that moment where i was like don't anyone look at me <laughs> <I,
0: laughs> do you ruin some pants you ruined some pants
1: well there was you, three out of the four of us ruined pants um <laughs> i'm serious it was awful doing laundry is, the next this day. is
0: literally like bridesmaids this is literally <laughs> like that scene of bridesmaids oh let's my god let's just say
1: let's just say in the beginning i was like okay Maybe this is gonna pass. Maybe it's not gonna be so bad. And I was in the shower. Took, I was like, I got a hot shower. And <laughs> let's just like say, when the bait
0: when the bait when like where the baby poops in the in the bathtub. I yeah, I've experienced it,
1: that. I, it was the worst. I puked on myself <laughs> and, <laughs> and shit on myself in the shower. <laughs> I was on all fours. It was the most god. <laughs> un- <laughs> With the water was raining like a,
0: down. There was like a rendition of the crying game. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was like, don't come in here. It's awful. Oh, my gosh. It was like single white female, but the, you were the man. And it, but it was like the, uh, I don't know what it was. Oh like the, viral, the viral edition or something. The, I had to clean it up. Virus.
1: I just could It was the worst experience of my life.
0: Uh, but at least, you know, it's funny, man, how, how life is. It'll give you that. There was always a little bright side, right? Because you were in the shower. I mean, like.
1: yeah but what better place i guess yeah in some sense it was i would have rather have been outside or or the toilet or geez it was awful to clean up your own (laughs) your own debauchery (laughs)
0: afterwards (laughs) 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 and you know it's like you're in the you're in some 1930s cabin where the 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 little drain is tiny and it it's <laughs> chunks collecting at the thing. Like, Oh my God. Oh, that was, uh, awful. Uh, <laughs> so. I'm dude, I'm getting a little sick thinking about it. <laughs> it's so terrible. I'll spare the details, but yes, it spare was awful. More, that is jeez. Yeah. It well, makes you
1: appreciate the, uh, it makes you appreciate,
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nick. Yes. Look away oh that was jeff that was jeff and stacy right there it was wow the girls were crying It must have been just chaos it, it was chaos honest. like literal oh. tears on everybody well i mean that was, yeah i had that one time whew, in med school actually ironically well or coincidentally yeah it was bad it's terrible but so, you know what? You know what the bright side that? then was. I got. A, I went into the ER. My ER attending. I was doing this. I was doing a rotation on ER medicine, and he hooked me up because I, I wasn't like legitimate pain. It wasn't something. Oh, weird. if There's I there. could have gotten IVs oh, and some. I got deluded and fangirgin at the same time. I was like, <laughs> now I know why people like this stuff. Yeah, I was on cloud nine. Just an hydration. IV would have been like we couldn't oh, yeah. let
1: water touch our stomach because it would just instantly spasm, yeah. and you yeah. kept like testing the water, like trying to take a sip and like, nope, too early. Cramp again.
0: and So I guess you instantly regretted being at Great Lodge and doing the being in the pool with all the kids and doing the water spout. <laughs> I
1: Look will never go back. I got PTSD. And you know, we were, it, at you one know, point...
0: It's fecal-oral route, so you know... 100%. That's the, that's, the, that's the disgusting thing about... Yeah,
1: well, at one point during the buffet, the lady behind me scoops out some strawberries on her plate and then she's like... Man, that's too many of them. Takes it with her hand and puts oh! them, puts them Seriously? back in the supply. And at oh that point, I knew God. my my fate was sealed. It's sealed,
0: you're done. I was oh like, well, no. Enjoy the rest of the
1: day because it's not going to get any better. From- <laughs> After with
0: that, their hand and put it in there.
1: You would think adults. This was a full grown adult,
0: adult woman. Wow, I don't even understand that. You can't because. The whole point of the buffet is I mean, like what who cares if you did if you took too much I mean like what right just get an oh my gosh.
1: Or just you know, call a loss. Hey, I don't want to be wasteful and take a bunch of food. That's what you tell your kids, you know, you can always go back. But okay, you yeah. screwed up. You took too many strawberries, then just don't, don't eat them. Oh wow. don't infect everybody else with your poop hands.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. <clears throat> you can't make this stuff up, man. Jeez. So Well while, while you were while you were um in the throes of gastrointestinal virus of epic proportions i was accruing data and knowledge at a pace i have not experienced in a long time my i friend. know
1: you're excited i could
0: tell i've been doing texts this I'm was ready to see it too this was next level man i i was shocked i mean i yeah and then so you've been wearing the,
1: the continuous glucose monitor right you still got it on all right nice look at that
0: baby look at that Seems pretty small
1: and pretty discreet right would you say Feast your eyes.
0: Yeah, it is, and I will tell you, I was shocked. You were, you were like, "Oh, it's kind of hard to get." I'm like, "Come on, it's just." I mean, I I had this misperception, I had a misconception that, "Oh, I'll just be able to walk in, boop boop boop," or I'll get on Amazon. Nope, there's, you know, there's the gatekeepers. Yeah, I I would say
1: your experience wasn't terrible, but
0: wasn't. I mean, it wasn't, but it it wasn't as easy as I thought.
1: No, okay, yeah, it's definitely not consumer friendly. I mean, nothing in medicine. I shouldn't say nothing. Most everything in medicine is not customer service oriented at all. And Don't you find that out. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to write a script. That is standard. You got to get your physician to write you a script or your other options. You go online and they're about $200, I a believe. Month. Yeah. So um,
0: I was listening to a podcast uh, over the weekend a little bit. Um, I found my fitness Whoever the, I can't remember her name that authors, but she had Mark Snyder, who who was the senior author on that glucotypes article you mm. sent me. Uh, Hannah Hall was the primary or, or lead author. Um, Mark Snyder works at Stanford, and he's got a fantastic collaboration over there at the um, stem cell biology and regenerative medicine uh, and under the division of endocrinology <clears throat> and um, in the department of medicine. It does a lot of very interesting work. He's got the he's like the most he's. He's like the most studied human, like in terms of wearables. He's got sleep trackers and he uses his own body for medical science. It's pretty cool. I I mean, Mm -hmm. that's a lot to keep up with and a lot of data, but I guess we're kind of all inundated with data all the time anyway. So maybe it's more natural, but I like it. Um, Or at least see your own data instead of (laughs) advertisers. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, And I forgot where I was going with that, but anyways. um, He probably owns a company that... They mentioned the three. Yeah. They mentioned the three. It was January AI. Something I don't know. They're they're about 200 bucks a month and they, I haven't even looked them up to see. Okay. We got produced. And there we go. Yes. Oh, now he's got, okay. Nice. Yeah. Mike Snyder MD. Yeah, there he is.
1: I don't think that it's, you know, I'm all for, and I believe customer service is good and I, and I don't, berate those companies for making much, but the $200 for, for a month of continuous glucose monitoring, to me, that is something that your physician should be, it's not so difficult. And the hurdles aren't so high that a standard physician should be able to write you that script should understand it. I learned it with nobody teaching me just with trial and error on one patient. And it's not that big a deal, right? That's something that is that your physician should be able to write you for and understand and interpret with you. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen, and so I don't think that the two two sides. This and I know they're opposites. I think it's too much, but I don't, also don't think it's it's something that you should shy away from pain if you can't get it from your doctor.
0: A couple things. Uh, so the last thing you said, I'll start there first. I agree, and I think it goes back to that conversation we had about. <clears throat> I know it's kind of silly, but in pop culture, LeBron James and this article yep. or revelation. And I, and I'm, I'm sure they all do it, you know, and everybody <clears throat> and I, and they should, and, and, but you know, X percent of my income is going to be spent on developing my body and, or maintaining my body and keeping my body healthy because that's what mm-hmm. makes me and my family a living. And, and, yep. and that's, he's right. And I, and, <clears throat> and you don't have to be LeBron James. You don't have to make a billion dollars a year. You don't and have to. If you're I making
1: mean, 60 grand a year and you get sick, you're not going to make 60 grand a year. It doesn't make, yeah, exactly. you're making so, 6 million or 60 grand.
0: So we, we it, it just is about, I mean, t- you know, kudos to him. I mean, that's a, and I don't know where he got that from or if he came up with himself or whatever, but, it, it's just a smart thing. I mean, my what? It's, it's just so smart. And so I think what Mark Snyder talks about a lot and makes sense is this era of personalized medicine. And I, and I do think mm-hmm. that even w- while $200 a month is at least it used to be, maybe a, a car payment, maybe, you know, I don't know if, if it still oh, is, it's but it's not
1: even close now, ridiculous.
0: but I mean, I, you know, it's, it's a substantial amount of money. You, you what price are you going to put on your long-term health? And, and sure. don't forget, <clears throat> if you're if you are in, it's an investment it's not a, it's not necessarily a cost it's an investment sure. if you derive info, if you de- get information and you extend mm-hmm. your life you improve the quality of your life or you improve your performance which you will um then it's an investment so i, I you know and the, and the return on that investment is far beyond what you would get in a natural in an asset class in, in wealth management right i mean it's just in, in insanely higher than that now, on your other comment, though, I don't, I don't know that it's as straightforward as it seems. Depending on, and I think that's part of the problem with the healthcare system is, it, 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 is the system maybe broken. So to, to just, to just plop this down in the middle of a PCP's practice.
1: Yeah, maybe. Oh,
0: gosh, man, I don't know. It's a lot, and it's it very. Even reading these articles, I was like, man, this stuff is super complex. It's accessible, but <clears throat> there's a lot to it, and um, that's the point, and that's Mark Snyder's point uh, in listening to him on some of these podcasts is that there's probably – well, there's definitely more than type 1 and type 2, uh, and there's probably a wide yeah. range of diabetes. I guess uh, I
1: meant as a screening tool, it's pretty easy to, to see, like if you had your glucose, your A1C, and your you know, your continuous data, then you could just use that as a much more accurate screening tool.
0: Yes, and you know what needs – okay, so 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 actually I, I'm going to change because the facts have changed. I'm going to change my opinion because you just – that's a good point. If you're using a screen tool, number one. Number two, if you use it with technology and, um, for instance, uh, Nick, I don't know if you can pull up this article, but uh, Glucotypes reveal New Patterns of Glucose Dysregulation. And this is the one that Jeff had sent me. Um, uh, Heather Hall is the lead author. Mike Snyder is the senior author, and it uh, was in uh, PLOS Biology. July 24th, 2018. But this is a really cool study that you sent me. Um, but what was really cool and apropos to what we're talking about at this second is that they came up with a app of sorts that was, on, and it's online, it's still online today and you can plug in your data there. So my point is this, my point is that there you go. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if they have a link in the article to the app, but it's um, I'm trying to see if I could quickly find it, but at any rate, um you you get your data you plug it into the system you up it, you upload it and it will reveal your glucotype so oh, here really here cool. I yeah, didn't know that I know yeah isn't that cool so it's like something.stanford.edu um it's in the article but and I did it, it but you have to have your data already in a delimited comma delimited file and with columns and I was like okay I don't know. I had a, do that on my own or i didn't know how to get it from the libre but because i wanted to i wanted to analyze it before the podcast but i i didn't know how to do it but anyways it but i but clearly a system could be set up in a physician's office in which patients could do that download it all and then you could come in together analyze with the physician that way you would save all the time all the kind of hard work and then you could talk about your rough in rough terms your glucotype all right yeah and so yeah, I, I think if you had a system, and that's the problem is the system's not.
1: Yeah, so. I think honestly, the more we talk about it, that's an impossible hurdle given managed care as it is today when a primary care has six to 10 minutes with a patient. Right. So if you're if we're actually talking about do they have the educational ability to, do they have the academic understanding of this? Could they find this information? Are they smart enough? Do they, are they driven enough to do all those things? Yes, a primary care could 100% handle this. Are they in a system? Are they working within a system that would allow them to do this? 100% no. No managed care is going to give your primary care the time it would take to sit down with you to do this. And the reality of the situation is it is a – the insurance companies are vested in your sickness, which is the model from which they make money, and until that system changes, these sort of implementations will never, ever change. United Healthcare, which is, I think, the largest – single employer of uh doctors today um has no vested interest as i see it to get you well right um
0: well i mean it, it well think about it this way though i, I think it has i think the expression is a little bit more complex than that only because it depends like indemnity insurance versus capitated insurance and like for instance if you're paying x amount of dollars into the system well it gets tricky you got a point I, if you're paying x amount of dollars into the system you're gonna, and you don't, and you're healthy. That that's just free cash in the terms of float, right? Insurance float. Mm-hmm. Uh, like think about Geico and Warren Buffett, and that's how they talk about making their profit. But so so that so that's good. But now if you get sick, it's going to cost that insurance company more, right? So if they had kept you well, right? But
1: you're taking out the pharmaceutical and and uh, pharmacy benefits managers and things like that out of the equation, where a majority oh, of. No.
0: People that develop drugs. They have to. You have to be sick, right? And know? that
1: that that um, <clears throat> uh, that interaction
0: oh. between drug companies and insurance
1: companies is so intimately linked with drug managers and in, in between. Bed
0: yes, and that's the problem. And so in uh, uh, nepotism, right, or kind of, or or you know, or just in an unho- unholy alliance, if you will. Oh. I agree, but if you if you look at insulin, if you look at glucose management. If you look at glucose dysregulation and the diseases and the cadre of diseases to which it is attached and associated with, Mm -hmm. which is massive, then you would want to look at how we are measuring that and insulin resistance and diabetes. And we're defining them with static measurements like the oral glucose tolerance test, which is good, and the A1C, which have their merits, but they're static measurements and and, and they they don't demonstrate... The highly variable physiology between individuals, right? Right, and
1: I, so and it appears, as I understand the research, that sometimes that variability in glucose metabolism is sometimes as much, if not a greater, predictability of future onset of disease as is your static measurement. That's it's what blew, almost the variability is more important than the than the you know one hundred versus eighty. If the eighty is super variable, it may actually predict a, a greater risk of cardiovascular disease.
0: Exactly. So you think about a brittle diabetic with the, you know, this quote unquote brittle diabetes that they talk about when you're in training and these numbers that are really exquisitely variable and difficult to attend to and treat because they're so hyper responsive and then not responsive, and then hyperrespon so this the level of dysregulation is not captured if you term the level of dysregulation in terms of rather than whole numbers or static numbers and in terms of the slope of the rise of the glucose, the level to which you get the highs and lows the the, the overall morphology of the curve which has been done and has been linked, you're right to disease this is really fascinating I, I, just to kind of quote this article which is uh, from other a good underlying base of Data that's that's quality data. Postprandial hyperglycemia induces oxidative stress, hypercoagulability, endothelial dysfunction, inflammation. And you're right, irrespective of static measurements of hemoglobin A1c and you know you know a fasting number, a fasting glucose one time, or a oral mm-hmm. glucose tolerance test number one time, and they are absolutely uh, pot- well, <clears throat> they're potentially, I should say, a greater importance when predicting cardiovascular risks.
1: Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think it was the high, the highest twentieth, the highest twentieth percentile. Like the, the top twenty percent of that variability group had a two point five increased risk of cardiovascular disease over the next twenty years, uh, yes. as compared to the lowest. Yeah. Um, and it was due to that oxidative stress, that endothelial dysfunction. So it's it the variability is significant, and that's also what I see in my practice. Is I'm looking for variability. Um, I. I how did you see, come onto
0: this? How did you? I'm sorry, to interrupt you. We'll, we'll go back to the variability in your practice. But how did you? How did this become part of your practice? I, was I don't. I can't
1: and, remember the genesis. I'm just always curious and always looking. I think, um, just always looking for new ways to measure. And because I have a more concierge style practice, I'm looking for more tools in my toolbox. So if you if you're my patient, I, I have enough time with you. So I'm always looking for ways that I can advise you I'm always looking for ways that I can help you and I'm always looking for ways to to broaden the tools in my toolbox and so I think I came across it via that and it was a young woman was the first person that I went into and she was actually we were we ended up finding out she was battling some low glucose events but that led me to checking it in more people
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: okay and so I think it was just an endeavor to find more Tools, you know, I, I, I do all this stuff. I, it was kind of interesting. You said that that gentleman, uh, Mike Snyder. I do this on myself a lot. Like I wear a glucose monitor. I'll wear an aura ring. I'll wear a, a Strava, you know, app. I'll use the um, uh, whoop strap. I'll I'll do those things to see and then I can speak to my patients. You know, I mm, I, I,
0: like that, I yeah. do a lot
1: of the treatments that I tell people and I'll try them and I'll, I'll actually go to the pharmacy and I want to see how hard it was. And I want to see what I had to say and I want to, mm. you know, so that I could tell them. Here's what's gonna happen. So I I do a lot of that just by nature of my practice. Um, Okay. So so the variability is the biggest thing that I see in my education and in my mm, changing habits and dietary and intake
0: and things like that with my patients. And so how do you how do you go about doing it? Should we, should we you want me to show you mine and
1: yeah, so, let's, so what I usually do is I'll send my patient uh, a script. I'll tell them, just tell me your pharmacy. Um, even if your insurance won't pay for it, it's still cheaper for me to write you a script and you get it from the pharmacy than you to get it from online. It, the cost is somewhere between $25 and $75 if insurance covers it, to, to doesn't cover it. There's coupons online, et cetera. So it's, it's usually less expensive. That's another thing. I'm always looking for the least expensive way to get the same thing. What lab can we go to that's the cheapest? What no? Let's pay cash for that MRI. No, let's pay cash for this mm. Dexa scan, whatever it is, because it's actually cheaper than your copay, which a lot of times can be true. Um, and so I'll send them the the script. I send in it for two two week monitors or ten day if they're the DexaCom. And so we get a month of data. I say wear it and then schedule an appointment in two weeks. For most of my patients, I tell them, don't worry about it if it doesn't last the full two weeks. The sticker doesn't always last. If you're active, if you're taking your clothes on and off and it gets snagged mm-hmm. on something, that's okay. As long as we get four or five days of data, plenty enough information. Then they bring it in. I'll look at it with them. We spend about 30, 45 minutes looking at the information. Then we make wow, some that changes. Long. 30, yeah, minutes. yeah, because it, it takes a little while to for them to fully digest and me to explain and them to grasp and what's
0: how happening. How much? How many days now are you looking at? Three them? to
1: four, four to five is about the minimum I Weeks? need. No, no, no days. Just I just need days. Okay. To get a trend and to see where their variability is, see what kind of meals they're eating. Uh, the more information they can log in there, the better I can help them and then we make some changes. All right, I want you to do this. I want you to cut that out. I want you to add this. I want you to change this. And I want you to do that for a short period of time. And then if you're able to stick with it, then put on the next glucose monitor and they'll see if it made any changes. That's mm-hmm. the kind of okay. standard protocol that, that makes I do. Sense. Yeah. So for you, we've gone through that initial process, right? I wrote you the script, you went and picked them up and then we're going to look at the data and we'll just, we'll, just we'll do look it Look at the, the magnitude,
0: fly. the rate of change, relative glucose concentration and frequency of fluctuations kind of is what, what the comprehensive metric of glycemic variability should include, um, which is what you're doing. Um, so, yeah. So is Nick, okay. So <laughs> I've been eating like crap because yeah. it's been holidays. Can you zoom so- in on
1: that at all to just to cut out the tops and, bo- yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. So what I, immediately what I tell patients, and I don't have the ability to draw, I use a blackboard and I draw, this is a highly variable, I would say, A, a Jason, not bad data, right? But really highly variable. That's what I see. And we want to really get rid of those peaks and valleys.
0: You know, and this then, is interesting. I going to tell you something. Uh, so I, you don't have the day before, but it was a half a day. It was similar to this, but I started with. Because you, you 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 mentioned in the podcast, <clears throat> and just to give people continuity and just of interest, as I started with a big Chinese food meal, and mm. holy moly! So I, that was about. I am looking back at my data right now, one p.m. the on day December, before, day before, yeah. And I am going to tell you, as you know, to the untrained eye, or well, not completely untrained, but trauma surgery, general surgeon eye, so you know, a physician, but but not an endocrinologist dude i went up to immediately i was shot right up to 156 or something like that and then for the next 24 to 36 hours it was a mm-hmm. roller coaster and yeah. this is now you're seeing so look at this 12 so a.m the next day yeah
1: yeah so it's like two three four o'clock there or something and you i'm assuming you weren't awake at 4 a.m
0: no yeah right but look at the, the graph starts yeah uh
1: you may have gotten up right then and had a coffee, right?
0: No, I think that's when I would get up to work out. Four or five. looks like we, it's hard to... Eli, did we work out the next day after that Chinese food? I think we did. I think... So. Yeah.
1: So what? the first thing I would tell you is your data, I can just barely see the green in there. It's set to like um, 70 over 160 or 70 over 140, I think is what they they give you your averages.
0: They usually do. They did... My mind, they did 70 to 160. This I amended. Now, the, now you see... I put
1: patients at... Seventy to one hundred and twenty. So that's the I, first yeah, I put thing it at I do. Seventy
0: at seven. to one hundred and forty. So I, okay, I changed it. Yeah, maybe I should do one hundred and twenty.
1: But. but so anyway, I would, well, I would say that you're coming off sleep. I see that twelve a.m. to four a.m. window, which is probably when you woke up. That's too big a spike to just most likely be, and you're not diabetic or any significant. So that's probably you woke up at four thirty-five a.m. Had your coffee. I had
0: um, a Celsius. I had a Celsius of all uh, things. Oh uh, wow! So there's no I sugar did. in that no well supposedly there's supposedly
1: but they they trigger the similar effects yes
0: and dude i found out i like i yeah
1: and that just set your whole day off that chinese food set your night off which then set your day off so so this is really highly variable however
0: and i felt like the good
1: news is your your peaks and valleys aren't bad so your variability is high but your peak, absolute peaks and absolute valleys aren't bad they're higher than I want them to be but you're not dipping down to 60 and going up to 200 which right. is I see sometimes and you feel awful at the 60 and then you you force yourself to come up so I would say the good thing immediately when I look at this Jason high high variability we need to change the mm. levels have skewed up. Right, you're, up you're you're about at 100 for an average I want to see that drop down to about 80 for an average. And I want to change that variability, although you're tightly variable. So I, I would say this is not initially just seen one day, not a sign of significant um, glucose metabolism, permanent dysfunction, but rather a bad habits that are, that are in the moment. That's how I read this is you've got some bad habits because you're still tight. You haven't gotten so variable that all oh, hell's My broken loose. My body can bring it
0: down. Like your it, body can bring it it's down. Like I'm insulin with some, sensitive, right? You know. Yes.
1: Yes. You're responsive. You don't crash. Your body knows how to bring it down. It doesn't bring it down too far. It doesn't allow it to go up to crazy numbers. So it's it is regulating itself. It is functioning. You're just. Your inputs are just shitty,
0: <laughs> and they were they were terrible. I mean, like, yeah, and, and you know what's really interesting too is is the game gamific- of okay, a couple things gamification of health data. And What I mean by that is, like, it, um it's bad that we were always looking at our phones for sure. But what was interesting was I always kind of want to see what's my. It was mm-hmm. a game. I was like, oh, I want to see what's my glucose, and it, and I and like I'm already programmed to look at my phone for all these other damn things. I, I was doing it. So that was very natural. And then it was kind of a game. It was kind of, we would discuss it. And so that was good though, because it was my health. At least it was something positive, mm-hmm. right? Um, So I, I did like that and that kept me more in tuned. And it was then, it was like, oh, it's like a game you want to win too. You you get competitive about it and you get in, more interested. Um, Let's look,
2: and, at and, yeah, so look at the next day. Yeah, and so that was a
0: good thing. Yeah, look at the next day.
1: So again, now this one, this is where i see you coming off at 12 a.m to 6 a.m that's a pretty standard you but as we went later in the day you started to really get disruptive. now this second half this 6 p.m to 12 a.m second half that's what i don't like to see see how low you dipped yeah subsequently how high you spiked
0: now i'm gonna tell you one little thing though about this that i noticed is that if i had my arm like this for too long i i'm assuming okay so this so one thing is to remember, folks, that this is not measuring my serum glucose in my blood. Mm. It's in it's the interstitial. interstitial fluid, right? Mm-hmm. So i assume that because my arm will kind of go numb sometimes or positions I'm sleeping. or And so it, maybe the bl- blood flow reduces. Then the oh. transmission of glucose into the interstitial space is reduced. So I, we, me, Morgan and I both noticed this, that if we had this up oh, for too long, we get, a, we, we get a low glucose alarm. Now, I don't know if that was that one particular because that seems sustained. But... And I will tell you. I think at, this is the one I did a workout I, um, at six or seven a.m. Um, that, probably uh, that six thirty-seven yeah. right there. Yeah, and which is
1: what which is what I want to see that spike you had from workout. So I'm going to guess if that's six a.m. six thirty-seven a.m.
0: again. My Celsius again.
1: Or was it your workout?
0: No, uh, maybe, maybe it was both, it was both. because yeah. I
1: want to see a glucose spike if you were doing a high intensity workout. So if you're doing okay. a CrossFit, if you're doing yeah. a hit, if you're doing an all out maximal effort, this is going to be workout. interesting
0: Then because I'm going to show you what happens. So because I don't
1: sometimes know- and I know I'm jumping around. Sometimes I see patients, their inability to mobilize glucose during a tough workout. Therefore, they crash during their workouts because they just aren't able to get that glucose spike that their body actually needs to finish the workout during a workout.
0: So I want to show you because that's exactly what happened to me, dude. And I wondered if it was the Chinese food and whatever that set me. I don't know what. I, again, I'm learning all this stuff, and you know, and you're, you're beyond me on in this stuff. But I, so let's go to the next day. Yeah, that, I don't know what I ate at that night for dinner, but. Oh.
1: Um, now this one, you're getting better in your overall numbers, but man, that variability is rough.
0: Yeah. You that, felt
1: like garbage that day.
0: Yeah, I did. And
1: see how low it's now. It's getting lower. So it looks like you have maybe made some changes, but your variability is still off. So here's what I, here's my initial thirty second assessment. You're eating too often. You're eating too crappy of food, and you are was setting yourself often. up early in the morning for a bad rest of the day.
0: Yeah. I wonder if it's this, this damn Celsius. So, so I think it was this day. Can you go to the next day? Do we have another? Wait, so what where are you on right now? The twenty. Mm, that looks better. Yeah, the 29th, That one that you okay. Go back to the 29th. Yeah. So this day, I okay. At I, I workout, dude. I, I couldn't get a glucose spike. It was awful. I I mean I was at six a.m. workout. Yeah, yeah, it was around around five six a.m. I um mm-hmm. I couldn't get my normal glucose spike. I felt awful. So then you ate I, afterwards. Well, yeah, but I got – what happened was I got nauseated and I quit the mm-hmm. workout. I have – net this look is the first at, time. At, yeah, first, time get, in a, first time in a month I haven't quit. And so I went over to the, I went over to the bike, you know, the whatever, like the Airdyne bike, whatever. Yeah. And I, I just sat there and did that gently and slowly for the rest of the workout. Eli kept coming over. He's like, well, come on. I was like, dude, I can't. I, just, I, was, I, could, mm-hmm. I was dizzy. I was nauseated. I, I felt terrible. And I was like – so I was like, I got to ask Jeff about my recovery. Like, why did my glucose do that? Why, why could I not mount that – I don't know if I wasn't replenishing myself afterwards. You're coming off
1: so many – yeah, your pre- and post-nutrition is poor. Um, absolutely. So as you age, you're going to need – as opposed to a post-workout protein, you're going to start leaning into likely needing some pre-workout protein hmm. as you get to that 40, 45-year-old person, um, whereas most people like my oldest daughter who's in her teens is really focused on her post-workout protein, you're going to start to need some pre-workout protein, maybe less on the – caffeine, but I wouldn't go yeah. absolute zero, right? You got to pace yourself down cause you'll crash. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're doing Celsius, it has maybe 150, 200, maybe you go to something with 60 to 80 in it, mm-hmm. caffeine milligrams that is with a little bit of protein. Um, and then that would give you a better sustained workout and then you need to lean into some post-workout protein almost like a keto style to yeah. sustain you and satiate you for a longer period of time to let that glucose spike even out and then have a later lunch that doesn't include a dinner or a earlier lunch that is light so that you can't eat dinner and it's not too late. Yeah. So my initial for you is we need to change your consumption early in the morning because it seems like it's your sleep is getting thrown off. So then your early morning consumption is getting thrown off, which then sets up a bad day for you. Um, and I like the fact that you're working out early in the morning, but I need you to probably change your diet around that early morning workout.
0: My But what about those glucose spikes that are late in the day, di- like after 6 p.m.? Is that going to set me up for bad sleep? Because my sleep's been terrible
1: 100%. too. 100%. Yeah. So what's go, happened is go you're, go to the next day, Nick. Let's see let's what you're asleep. Oh, see, look, wait, at wait, 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 look at that. Look at that dip. Yeah. Yeah. So initially, but, and here's the thing, the practicality, I can't change everything on you. So overall, we need to change probably the timing of your eating at night. We need to change the timing of to, to be
0: what, to be what
1: closer or Earlier. further away from your sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to crash if you do that too soon and you're going to feel like garbage because your body's not used to it. So I, I want to make a few changes, not all the changes. Um, all the changes would be changing how late you eat at night and what you eat, changing your early morning consumption and how it involves around or revolves around your workout, and then changing the frequency during the day is how I, I read this in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you're responsive, and you Even though it's crashing there, those little, it's really variable, but they're flutters, right? Like an an atrial fibrillation, right? You know, as opposed Mm -hmm. to these big spikes, big valleys, Mm -hmm. I'd rather see those little fluctuations rather than those big ones.
0: Now from 12 a.m. all the way through that dip, Mm because I woke up late that day, I didn't go to work out. I was like, I need recovery. And I just slept. And so I was sleeping there. Um, Yeah. And then I guess I woke up and had some breakfast and then. Boom, but that's a big spike. Though, it's still, it's still a big. I mean, it's not horrific. It's that. Mo- I guess I'm in that moderate variability, or uh, yeah. leaning towards severe. I mean, I'm He's not leaning any- towards severe
1: for sure. Yeah, but your your valleys are sorry. Your your maxes. You never get over one hundred and fifty. You barely even right. hit. I don't think right. you hit one hundred and fifty once. That or was twice. my saving
0: grace. Yeah, but I'm at a, I'm at a moderate variability. That's that's lean. That's that's tr- unfortunately trending towards severe. And then severe is the one that produces or predicts progression to.
1: Yeah, I would say like if we looked at you your 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 overall average is starting to creep up, but your mm-hmm. variability is not severe. It's but it's not good. Um and I think some small tweaks on you would go a long way because you're still responsive.
0: Go to the go Nick, go to the next day. Do you have that one the 31st? Yeah. There you go.
1: See, now that morning looks great, but then what the hell did you do in the know, afternoon, man? And then look oh. at that
0: this is interesting. So, yes, yesterday. So, we went out to eat and that for lunch. Is, yep. And we're celebrating New Year's, and the kids are having whatever. And we're ha- so there was like loaded nachos. And, like, what did you, you do you? at
1: night there? New Year's, that was New Year's Eve. You know, you having yeah, ice cream or something.
0: I no, I don't want to tell you. What yeah. I got, I got up and had two, no, two or three caramel. Yeah. Yeah. Two or Some three. Some ice caramel. cream or something. No, it was chocolate shoes. It was like these little chocolate caramel things. Cause, um, let me see. I don't know if he has that data, but it dropped pretty fast after that. Yeah, it was a very brief spike and went. Oh, there you go. Went down. So that's this yeah. Morning. So you
1: still respond, but if you go back to that last day, like look at that morning, and even that lunch is not bad. You're, you you got to have a spike from lunch. I mean, shit. You you you're going to eat food. It's going to go up, and you came back down. And that's not. You didn't really. You didn't really bottom out or go crazy.
0: Yeah. You'd like to you see, that you like to see a smaller spike, according to like the data yeah, that I've seen, they, you yeah. have to like we want to. I see, like to see like one twenties or one tens, or you know that that to me w- w- at least when I interpret the literature and see literature, I'm, a, I'm like am like points over where I really want to be, right? I mean, th- would you agree? 20, yeah, I would 30? like.
1: Yeah, like that one hundred. I would love to see that. Sorry, that twelve a.m. to twelve p.m. That's what I want to see you at. Yeah, and then we would work on just lowering it. Yeah. So overall, you've raised up about 20 points ish, and then your variability, depending on your inputs is bad, right. but, but not bad. Like that 12 AM to 12 PM is great. Like your variability is amazing right there. It's just a little high, but then your inputs are bad choices is what we, so we don't have so much permanent dysfunction as we have just some consistent bad choices.
0: <laughs> but, if, but if, well, you're right. And so the funny thing is, though, is in the last two, maybe two and a half, maybe th- even three years, if I if I think back with my A one Cs, I've seen as low as four point nine. Now, maybe wow. That, well, now I was on terzepatide then, so I can't really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn, that's good. Yeah. So, or and as high as five point five. So I've seen five three, five four, five five. That's, that's kind a of a
1: big swing, but that's not bad overall, right? <laughs>
0: right. But it but it makes you feel like you're healthier than you are when now, when I see the CGM, I'm like, geez, I don't really, I I mean, bad food. I I can't get away with it. Like I thought maybe I could with, if I just look at the A1C.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now I would say that, um, it would be interesting to look at my data because it's been a minute and, but I'm pretty damn variable. Um, I have to work two or three times as hard to get that sort of streamline, no matter what I input.
0: Oh really? No matter what you input,
1: yeah, it it takes me significant. Oh, view, oh,
0: yeah.
1: oh, to see all of them.
0: Yeah, that was interesting.
1: Yeah, see if you can keep. See if you can go back to that.
0: So yeah, so I mean, okay, so I'm a big I'm a big believer, and then when I found out that gl- like glycemic variability and um, postprandial glucose peaks, may be even more important then static measurements for predicting cardiovascular risks. Also that these postprandial hyperglycemic spikes can predict oxidative stress, hypercoagulability, endothelial dysfunction, inflammation. I was just like, okay, this is so obvious. I, I, why are we not doing this with everybody? It's just, I mean, I know cost and there's, and the system, but I mean, um, it's just crazy that even as a physician, I didn't really, I guess in my own little world of trauma and general surgery and not, in not outpatient chronic, morbidity and chronic disease management. Um, I just wasn't exposed to this and, um, it's just kind of shocked me, I guess that I, that I, there was all this other that I didn't, which just tells you, look at the data explosion of the last yeah. 100 years, but it's but it's pretty cool, dream. isn't
1: it? Like you can have this information. Super and now cool. I can sit down with you or your physician or if you're a patient and we can change a few things. And so what I would tell you is I want you to the first thing, and I, I limit it to maybe one or two pieces of information versus change. So what I would do is how do you handle um working out like on an empty stomach versus a full stomach. Do you prefer one or the other? Does it not matter? Like do you have a preference?
0: It has to be, it has to be empty. I I just, it's tough.
1: Me as well. So what I've been experimenting with is I can't eat before I work out. Um, I like a cup of coffee and then that's it. You know, maybe an hour before is there something called frog fuel and it's Mm a protein shot. So it's just like a little tiny small amount of amino acids oh, or something? Yep. Amino acids. And it's just like a syrup liquidy, so it's nothing on your stomach. Um, maybe trying that. Um, do you, did it, you put that in your coffee? No, I just it's like a little packet you just stick in your like a goo. It's like a goo. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I did th- I did
0: pretty good with goo when we were doing triathlon and stuff. I okay. did pretty good with goo. Yeah.
1: It's like a protein goo instead of a carbohydrate, but it's even okay. thinner than that. Something like that. Or don't worry about that if it ruins your workout. Cause I want the workout to be good is I would yeah. lean into post workout protein.
0: Yeah. I've not been as good with that. And, and I
1: w- just think of it as I want something to satiate me and fuel me for the next couple of hours. So I don't make a bad choice. Cause I know my sugar has the potential to drop and I know I have the potential to snack or eat some whatever. And if I feel hungry or sorry, if I feel full, then I, maybe I won't make those choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would cut out some sweets. Oh, big time. If, if we share the same genetic uh, <laughs> preference for sweets, then I know that you're as bad as I am because I woke up last night at about midnight when <laughs> my middle one woke me up and I was like, oh, y'all have an ice cream? And I, <laughs> oh, so,
0: man. I know. I would, I would have jumped right in on that.
1: 100%. That's that terrible. Was like, oh, yeah,
0: That's a nature and nurture thing, I think, for us. Right? Because... It was like every meal, right? You had your dessert was part of every meal, as I recall.
1: Do you recall yeah, that? I, I don't particularly. Um, oh,
0: gosh, yeah. It was like dad had to. I mean, that was. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, sweet, too. You had your protein. Peaceful to- Meadows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> peaceful Meadows. Woo, that's uh, a blast from the past. Golly. Those,
1: those of you in the Northeast. Sweet
0: Lou. Yeah, Peaceful Meadows. Oh, my gosh.
1: So I would just try to cut out some of that That sugary sweet consumption if you have that preference and then let's let's just lean into one thing just next couple of days let's do some post-workout protein lean heavy into that
0: yeah and <clears throat> and then i'm going to try to i'm try to increase the complexity of my carbohydrates and mm-hmm. increase the protein in my meal um maybe my fats too i don't know what do you yeah, think
1: yeah i would do fats and proteins yeah lean into like almost a keto style lunch yeah Let's not change too much, but let's just lean into a more keto style. Let me lunch. read you
0: a quote from this that, I, that I, I will. And I, and I know from a mental and just gestalt zeitgeist, I, I, I feel better that way. Mm-hmm. Now we'll have to see the data. Let me just read you one quote here. And this is interesting because this is all about personalized nutrition, but I think there are themes that appear in society and uh, that this study highlights. Uh, Quoting: It is interesting to note that although individuals respond differently to different foods, there are some foods that result in elevated glucose in the majority of adults. Mm. A standardized meal of cornflakes and milk, glucose elevation in the pre-diabetic range greater than 140 milligrams per deciliter in 80% of the individuals in our study.
1: Wow. We should all eat some cornflakes and milk and see what happens.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's that's just cornflakes. I mean, not frosted flakes or- It's just shit food though, man. Yeah. And we so used to says, put sugar on the cornflakes. Dude, we used to put tons. I
1: I mean I I remember that we sweeten every cereal.
0: Every cereal. It is plausible that these commonly eaten foods might be adverse for the health of the majority of the adults in the world population.
1: <laughs> yet, so nobody's yet what's allowed getting pushed, to eat. Well, yeah. I
0: mean I mean you're allowed that's a good point, right? It's 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 individual responsibility and individual choice, but it's also What's you're being pushed? Taught, the food
1: yeah, great the food pyramid, of, the like food pyramid.
0: The, I mean, and refined. I mean, yeah, it's cheap cereal. There's data that lowers testosterone levels. Interestingly, getting back to our one of our favorite subjects, but and so, mm-hmm. yeah, the it, link
1: between diabetes and testosterone, um, even diabetes and SHBG levels, yeah, um, is significant. Significant. I see a lot of correlation between testosterone levels and my my pre-diabetics and actual diabetics and their terrible testosterone levels.
2: Yeah.
0: And so it's the this metabolic disease or you know this metabolic disorder and uh, glycemia dysregulation as well as lipid dysregulation and and are, so the the question is is it the chicken or the egg and can you treat it mm-hmm. with testosterone, right? I think for the So yeah, the, I always
1: tell people we don't I don't necessarily know if it's the chicken or the egg is the testosterone dropping causing the dysregulation in your metabolism, i.e. your your insulin and glucose, or is it the dysregulation in your insulin and glucose causing the, um, right. and it's probably, the testosterone It's probably a wheel, right? So it's probably both is the answer at some point. Right. And, it, and for me as a practicing, sorry to interrupt you there, as a practicing physician, I, sometimes it's, if you come to me and your A1C is 6.0, your testosterone's 232, doesn't necessarily matter which one caused which one to right. a certain extent, right? We're just gonna we're gonna treat them because they are traveling and living together at this point. Right, right. right. Um, That's a good
0: point. But yeah.
1: yes, there you know, in the early phases is the 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 research always surmises and wonders if we corrected the obesity and we corrected the diabetes, would we then correct the hypogonadal um, axis that is causing this testosterone dysfunction
0: potentially potentially um well let's 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 look at it let's uh, maybe we'll you know when we leave here we'll go take a look and uh kind of dive in the literature a little bit and then come back and talk about what we've seen in for our sure practice
1: yeah I so mean, you got some homework you got homework yeah. though yeah well oh you, you have AM. one more you have one more of those left right or did you let someone use it
0: i've got <clears throat> one's on eli one's on no i've um let's like young on. guy oh gee, he's crushing it He's crushing it. It's like, just like, yeah. And, and what's interesting though. <laughs> yeah. But what's interesting is having some lows during the night. Mm. He probably needs to eat more and longer lasting mm. foods. And he's, his, his eating is very highly variable as you would have yeah, a teenager. Yeah, yeah,
1: But his system just probably responds to me. I've never really seen yeah, like a no. 15, 16, 17, 18 year old person's information to be interesting yeah, to see. We
0: were eating something and I was I was spiking and his was like eighty or something I'm like
2: <laughs>
1: he's like, come on, old man. <laughs>
0: yeah, Bring on the Chinese food.
1: Jeez. <laughs> and I'm sure we were the same, right? But you wake up one day and you're 45, so it's coming. You know
0: what? Uh, well that's true. And you know what's interesting though is Morgan didn't really spike to the Chinese food. Although what mm. is also interesting is she her her portion was way smaller than mine. So we talk about, you know, this Chinese food effect where you have the monosodium glutamate, things t- t- taste good and you want more of it and you eat more and more. <clears throat> and then you have your stretch receptors, your intestinal stretch receptors, your you know peptide YY, your incretin hormones, your serotonin. My serotonin was going up and I'm like, mm, this is yeah, yeah. And, it it great. More. and um, <laughs> so I don't know, you know, again, it's not the chicken and the egg, it's the chicken, the egg and the third, fourth, fifth things there. And so I don't I know. I can't
1: eat Chinese food from a glucose standpoint.
0: I, I can't now. I, oh, now that I, I know.
1: I haven't probably in two or three years like straight yeah. Chinese food like I've had some sushi and
0: that sort of stuff but did you test sushi I haven't no I like It'd be interesting too. yeah I don't almost don't want to test it because i will ruin it, it for you I don't ruin it for me all right
1: that's man true I'll see you all next right. time okay sounds great man
0: oh hey we gotta do yes. a follow-up for this too by the way on the CGM
1: yeah that's what I'm saying you gotta you gotta Phase make your two. changes
0: We'll see. Okay, you gotta tell right,
1: us how, I think you'll make some. I think you'll see changes in the short run that will be significant. If you did a week of like specific pre, hour post workout protein, I think that would change a lot for you.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: We'll find out. All right, man. All right, see, see you next buddy.
2: time. Goodbye.